Good evening and welcome to tonight's meeting of the Design Review Committee. Uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Sure. Uh, hello? Okay. Does, can you hear me? Is it on? Okay. Sorry. Um, committee Member Cormain is absent. Committee Member Kiesel. Here. Member T Tomasello. Here. Vice Chair Groudon. Here. And Chair Antelman. Here. Uh, this is the time we set aside for public communications to talk about any item that is not on tonight's agenda. Uh, Madam Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak to us on any item that's not on the, the agenda tonight? We do have one speaker. Okay, please proceed. Amy Sherry. Sherry. Hi. Um, as always, thank you for your service to Ventura and taking the time to consider my comments. Um, I sent in a whole bunch, but I'm just gonna read one of them. Uh, regarding the Park Plaza, it was on uh, the January 18th agenda. I don't know if you could hear me. Um, well, the DERC motioned for it not to exceed 75 feet. Uh, the acting director did not correct them in thinking it was a C1 zone. C1 zone does allow 75 feet. However, this is in the T51 zone, which states 3.25 stories. Also, uh, the agenda um, attached was the downtown specific code general plan guidelines and not the T51 objective design standards, which clearly lays out the maximum height per floor is 18 feet for the ground floor and 12 feet for each additional floor. That's floors two and three and a 25% fourth floor for a maximum allowed height of 54 feet. Um, just wanted the DRC members to know to objectively enforce the existing code, uh, it should be um, provided. And the C1 does not apply in the downtown. Uh, the DTSP caps heights at two, three, and four stories to protect views and to maintain the character of Ventura. It's our responsibility to enforce the codes as adopted. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to move forward with uh, consent items one and two, and I'm going to move item number six up uh, under the, uh, after we complete item number two. So I, item one is approval of the Design Review Committee January 18th, 2022 meeting minutes. Uh, we have a motion for approval. Yeah, I'll make a motion to approve. A second. Uh, I'll second. Um, Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Okay, Member Kiesel. Yes. Member Tomasello. Yes. Vice Chair Groudon. I'm gonna abstain because I wasn't here, and I don't think my mic is on. Is my mic on? Yes. It is. Oh. They, they do seem low, but they're on. Oh, they're on? Okay. Okay, and Chair Antelman. Uh, yes. Motion carries. Okay, next item is approval of the DRC protocols. Um, I know I spent a lot of time reading, reading them. Does anybody have any concerns or is there any discussion on them? No. Okay. Um, I do a little bit. Okay, so do I. <laughs> you go first. Um, so they're pretty similar to the old protocols. Um, and I, one of my 
I guess it's more of a comment because reading again reminded me of how long the presentation by applicant is supposed to speak. And last time in that meeting, we had an applicant that spoke for 25 to 30 minutes, and it was it wasn't even about mostly not about the project. It was more about a lecture about uh, the uh, good planning, so-called good planning. Um, and then we, in this one, we are limiting the maximum, no matter what, is three minutes. Before we had the possibility of five. Is that right? Uh, thank you, committee member Grodin. They've been adjusted to reflect the protocols of council, and so all the committees and commissions are operating in the same public comment format that the council is. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then, so the, That's okay. You can, you can go ahead if you want. Okay. Just a question. I think I've asked this before and I'm still a little confused. Is uh, what's, when is it proper to table a motion versus continuing an item? It seems like there, it's pretty much the same thing if you table it. It, it, it is. When you do continue it, you're giving direction of what you'd like to see adjusted and changed and brought back to you, um, which uh, typically is the fashion in which this committee reviews projects. You provide a recommendation on the adjustments you'd like to see for a project for the applicant and continue it to a future meeting to bring back with those modifications or ch changes that the committee would like to see. Okay, so if there was some type of conflict that maybe we don't quite understand which direction we should go and we might need a clarification, then a tabling would be appropriate? That's correct. Okay. I have more. Please do. Okay, so the 2.1 order of presentation, we are, um, I think, basically told not to follow that, this order of presentation, because we, we don't, we go from um, presentation, or what we go, staff, presentation, back to staff, Right, isn't that what, we're, what we do now? And that's not what we have in the old protocols or this protocol, so why, why do we do it that way? Uh, yeah, that's a, a good point, um, Committee Member Grodin. So typically the, the process was uh, staff does a, a presentation. Sorry, I'm just gonna give one moment. <laughs> I'm a little bit distracted. Thank you, sorry. Um, staff did a presentation. The committee would ask staffs present, uh, for questions on the presentation, and we went into talking about a lot of the same things that the applicant did. Um, and so we shortened our presentations and let the applicant take the bulk of it, which um, has been the normal style, which is different than these protocols. Is, is the committee more, what would be the preference? Are you liking the format in which it's happening and we can adjust the protocols accordingly or would you like to follow this? I personally like the protocols. And that maybe just because I'm an old dog and I've been, that's the meetings I've done is the, is the old way. You guys give your presentation, they present. And if we have questions of you, of course we ask you. But if it, it usually the, I think the wrap up is, is almost very small, almost nothing. So I don't, I don't see the help of the wrap up myself, but. How does the rest of the can... committee feel? Any comments? I, anyone care? I like the idea of the staff, you know, doing the presentation, you know, in more full and that, because again, sometimes I think there can be inconsistencies with, okay. you know, the applicants, some have more elaborate presentations and others. And so I think that, make sure that you, you know all the bases are covered i guess would be 
my feelings on that. So you're saying that you prefer the way that it, we are doing it now versus what the protocol says? Yeah, I, yeah okay. like, yeah, with okay. the staff. I was just giving my opinion on it. No, I, I'm mm -hmm. good with that. I think it works well either way. I, I've done them both, and I, I just don't see a big difference between the two. Okay, so then my request would be that the protocols match what we do, either way that we do it. And because we, I get comments about how we don't follow protocol, how we, and how we don't follow, um, I think we actually do Robert, Robertson's? Ro rules of order. Whatever, rules of order, and I'm used to Robert's rules of order. So it, the... I just think that we should have what, what we do should be reflected in the protocol. I mean, I don't really, I'm not, I'm, I don't have a really strong opinion one way or the other, but I think it should reflect that. So then we can say we have a protocol, we follow that. Good. Because I get, I hear about it outside of here. I 100% agree with you, Committee Member Grodin. Committee Member Tomasolo, do you have an opinion on the, the format in which presentations are done? I think I tend to agree. Um, I think mixing the staff presentation with the applicant presentation gets a little bit confusing so I'd prefer if there's a staff presentation and then bring the applicant up give them their time um, and then we take public comment and okay and move on from there we have consensus then just a, a clarifying point Sorry. I think it, it does say um, in here I thought you said maybe three or five minutes for an applicant presentation I see 15 total. Uh, no, no, I, no. For the for public speakers, the old protocol used to be five minutes, and that could be shortened it. to three. But we usually gave three, and I think everyone else does three. So I agree that that we should follow what what the council and other commissions and committees do. So I'm hearing the consensus to keep the protocols this way and to follow this for future meetings. For tonight, is the committee comfortable because we've prepared in the old format, we will do it this way, that way tonight, and then for the future meetings, we will follow these protocols. Yeah, it's fine I'm, with me. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then we need a motion for approval of uh, the DRC protocols and a second. So we, the, I'll make a motion to approve uh, the protocols as written. Correct, yeah. And I'll second. Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Okay, Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Okay, and as I said earlier, we're moving item six up and uh, we could proceed with that informational item. Thank you, Chair Adelman, committee members. Um, thank you for moving this agenda item f forward. Um, I had included this informational item for um, the committee's awareness. This, I, I won't do the presentation. I've attached the slides for you as I want to give you ample time to do the um, projects that are before you, but I just wanted to include those slides for you for your information. Uh, the City Council did its gold session in January and then adopted the goals this Monday, um, February, February 13th at their regularly scheduled meeting for the 2023 goals. In preparation for those um, discussions, I had prepared a PowerPoint presentation that laid out kind of the community development's organizational structure, what are each divisions are responsible for, what are daily workloads and tasks look like, um, the accomplishments in 2022, as well as a, 
a rough work plan of what each division will be tackling in 2023 or what we anticipate from projects coming forward. Um, included this so you're aware of what's going on in our department, but also it highlights some of the projects that you may be seeing in the coming months, um, just for situational awareness for you all too of the projects that are um, in the hopper. So uh, I just wanted to give that information to you. If you have questions tonight, happy to answer them. And or if you look at them later on and have questions about them, feel free to reach out to me more about that. But just wanted to provide some communication back on those things. Cool. Thank you. Okay, nothing more? Nothing more. Okay, then we're gonna proceed to uh, election of the DRC chair and vice chair. So this will be my first time doing this. So uh, the chair will open nominations for the position of chair. Do we have any nominations? I would like to nominate for chair, the current chair, Adelman. Okay, are there any other nominations? I'll, I'll second that. Okay, it's good to get the second <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> okay, uh, is there any other nominations? Anybody else would like to be considered? Okay, if, if not, then uh, Madam Clerk, would you call the roll? Okay, Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Okay. Or, I mean, you've been elected as the new <laughs> <Thank> chair. <you. laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. All right, so the uh, next item will be uh, the nomination for the uh, vice chair. Uh, do we have any? I would like to nominate uh, committee member Tomasello as vice chair. Okay, I'll, I'll second that. I'll third. We're in the numbers tonight. Okay, Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. You are now the new, Thomas Ella, you are the new Vice Chair. We don't have to move or anything, right? Let's go to the right side. Okay. Okay, moving forward to uh, item number three on the agenda. And this is project 22-0238, uh, front and Calrama mate. Minor change located at 935 East Front Street. Uh, do we have any uh, ex parte communications that we need to make the public aware of? No. On this? Okay. Uh, seeing none, uh, we're gonna let the applicant go ahead, move forward. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Speak into it louder. <laughs> The current item on the agenda is a request for minor change to a recently entitled project. Next. The project is located at the northeast corner of the Front Street Calorama intersection at 935 Front Street. Existing contexts of the surrounding area include commercial uses along Front Street and residential uses along Calorama Street. Nearby projects that have been recently entitled and or uh, are under construction include the Caltom Project, Front Street Mixed Use, and Laurel Court. 
And to give you some uh, background, this uh, project, because I know the DRC saw this and last year, as well as Planning Commission and uh, City Council. So September of last year, uh, the Planning Commission unanimously denied uh, this project for a four-story, 88-unit uh, apartment complex on Front Street. The Planning Commission unanimously, unanimously denied it. Uh, back in November of last year, uh, this project was appealed to City Council. Uh, the decision by the Planning Commission was appealed to City Council, and City Council uh, unanimously overruled Planning Commission's denial and conditionally approved this project. But one of the conditions that City Council made was that this project uh, would undergo the minor change uh, process, and the minor change process involves, it's a ministerial uh, review or staff level review uh, that Final uh, action is taken by the community development director, just administratively, no public hearing is required, but city council wanted DRC to provide uh, some feedback on voluntary uh, design changes along the skin of the building. Uh, so that's why this project is before you uh, today. Uh, there, that one condition just talks about those design changes uh, via a minor change application. It's uh, so the applicant came back, uh, proposed changes along the Calorama Street elevation, which I know they'll go into detail about. Um, but as you can see, the before and after, the before photo is what council saw, and then uh, the bottom graphic uh, is what the applicant is proposing uh, right now. And at this time, uh, we'll ask the applicant to come address DRC. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Good to see you guys. I won't do any lectures. Just a really brief presentation, yeah. Um, yeah, I can go to the next slide. Uh, one more. So yeah, this is just kind of what uh, Mr. Burse was saying. Uh, City Council unanimously approved and asked us if we would uh, apply a little bit more verticality to the elevation, specifically uh, along Calorama. Um, next slide. So I actually did show this to them at the hearing, and I think the feedback was positive. Um, and so we've brought that before you all to um, take a look at and provide any feedback and um, recommendations. I think that's it. Next slide. And that's just kind of a summary of what I just said. I think that concludes my uh, presentation. And uh, to summarize staff's uh, comments and presentation. Uh, we think that generally speaking, the changes that have been made are consistent with council direction. Uh, basically what council said was to improve verticality and try to reduce, to try to break up the mass because on the graphic at the top, the stories floors two through four have pretty much the same verti vertical metal panel material and council wants to see that broken up and to improve some verticality. So the applicant came back and introduced uh, additional uh, stucco along the Calorama uh, elevation, and we think it's successful in achieving council's um, direction as to you know provide more vertical verticality to kind of break up the monotony of the, Cal the Calorama Street elevation uh, and reduce the appearance of mass. And so, given that it's our recommendation, it's staff's recommendation to the DRC that the DRC recommend to the community development director to approve the mi uh, the minor change. That concludes staff's presentation. Uh, do any of the DRC members have questions? I do. A staff, or actually it could be either, but I'll do staff. Um, so only one elevation is, has changed? Correct. And we are only, 
this this meeting tonight, this project tonight in front of us is only is thing that is germane to us now is that elevation, and that's it. We're not, it's not about the height, or it's not about the, that. That okay. is correct. Whether it gives it verticality, that that, that okay. is correct. Thanks. That's it. Any other questions of either staff or applicant? And uh, looks like staff is looking for a motion uh, for us to recommend approval or deny approval of the change. I, are we uh, asking questions? Oh, that's the right. Yeah. As well and yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and yeah. I'm moving ahead too fast. Um, so questions for the applicant team. Um, can you remind me what the existing uh, material is? Is, is, it a, is it a metal, a painted metal that was there, proposed there previously along this elevation, and now um, that kind of band along the center would be uh, some type of plaster? Yes, that's correct. The, uh, the, the before picture there is a vertical metal panel, all one material, and so that's where We've changed it in the after picture to um, eliminate some of that vertical medical metal panel and put a plaster finish, change the color. It really, just that simple change uh, gets all three things taken care of. And I know that there's kind of a sawtooth configuration uh, along this elevation. Um, does that plaster material return to the building and I guess kind of what do the transitions look like in between materials? Cor correct, very good question, Vice Chair. Uh, that the plaster does return to the building facade on both sides, so it's a mass that sort of comes out just slightly from the metal panel. Um, the other thing that we've done is that we've overlapped some of the uh, patio guardrails to soften that massing. So you can kind of see that, how the, the white mass and the guardrail overlap slightly. Uh, it gives it gives it sort of that that nice play and eliminates a lot of the mass that you see in the top photo. There was a um, uh, a model that was more rotated, not at less less straight on, like an elevation that shows it. I think, yeah. Isn't there one one more? Is there another one in there? Is that it? There. I feel like in our packet, we had something showing how the material returns. You're correct. Um, we can staff can work on trying to bring that up. I know you're talking about it was included in the, yeah, okay. in the packet. I, I think that would answer your question, uh, Vice Chair Tomasella. Okay. Um, yeah, if it's possible to bring that up, and, and I don't know if any of my colleagues have questions about the transitions as well, kind of between materials, but that was mostly what I was interested in. I do. I think your question is a great question, and I always wish that we had details of how one material transitions to another material. Um, and you said that, so the white is plaster, correct? Is that what you said? That's correct. And, and, it, and it was a vertical metal, or it was metal. Okay. What's the finish on the plaster? Is it a smooth texture, or? It's a, it's a light sand texture, acrylic top coat. Okay, any further questions of staff or applicant? I have a couple, just a couple questions um, regarding, you know, when you're looking to achieve that verticality that you're requested to do. Um, did you look at other options as far as how to achieve that I, aside from the stucco? 
approach around the windows? Did you consider going up further or changing the colors or anything or textures aside from that? Yes. From what you're showing now? Um, good question. Uh, we looked at altering the parapet. Uh, it made the building look quite busy. Mm -hmm. um, we also looked at, um, in, instead of a staggered pattern of colors like you see, just going with one material, more of a block sort of look. But again, that doesn't really work with the elevation on Front Street that kind of is, uh, uh, coincides more with the, with the unit pattern on each floor. So what we've done here is we've, the materials and the color selections are tied to the unit layout as well. Mm. And this one we really found addresses all of the three issues that the council brought up. I now have another question. With the, so at the top of the white, uh, top of the plaster, that, that is in the same plane as the metal, correct? No, there's a six inch offset. A six inch offset where before there was no offset. It was flush. It was flush yeah. continuous up. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that I was talking about. I see it a lot better in that. So the top sits on top of the, pla the, the metal sits on top of the plaster, correct? Correct. I apologize. In this image, it also looks like it wraps around what I think is the north side of the building. Uh, was that like that already, or is that a, a change that you guys are making as well? Uh, you can it's turn been a, it's been a while. I don't believe we've made any other changes other than on the Calorama side. No, this would be on the north oh. side. It, it, it looks like, the, that's what I was asking earlier, yeah, the yeah, change that, that, looks like it wraps yes, the I'm corner. Sorry. The, the okay. north side, that was a change as well, because that portion of the north side was all metal panel from the brick up. Okay, so it's a little bit more than the red cloud, but just the, cor just the corner that wraps. Correct. Okay. I may be mixing up my projects too. I, I had recalled that there was a saw, sort of a sawtooth design along this. Was there originally? It also doesn't look like it's the, that's the case in this. It, it was always there. It was always yeah. there. It's just hard to see from a flat elevation. Yeah. Yeah. The sawtooth was there, yeah. It was there, it, right? But it, yeah. is it still there? It's still there, okay. correct. This computer, am I spinning around here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to see the stick? Yeah, I was looking at it, thank you. I, mean, I already saw it. Okay, oh, you saw it, all right, very good. Okay, any more questions? Nope. Okay, then we're going to open the public hearing. Uh, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who would like to speak on this item? We have no public speakers on this item. Okay, then uh, it looks like we're going to need a motion to either recommend approval or recommend disapproval to the uh, Community Development, Development Director on this change. Or to make recommendations for yeah. alternate yes. suggestions. So. So we're in, we're in a discussion mode at this point. Anyone have concerns or? I, I think from my end, um, I, I think it's an improvement. Um, I, uh, you know, although it's a plaster material and we appreciate the, the metal um, kind of adds some unique character to it. I think the, I think it does help break down the apparent massing of the, of the building along that elevation. Um, 
I, I, I think I would support this, this change. Any other comments? Well, I have comments. I'll, I'll make a motion. Oh, I'll just, I don't, I don't think it gives it verticality. Oh, I don't. It. I think it improves the building, and I, I'm okay with it. But I don't. I don't see it adding to verticality. Um, if you know, if that's specifically what city council is saying, I don't think that's exactly what they were saying. But the, I think that it does improve. Uh, it improves the project, and I would like to see it be something more smooth than than sand. But that's okay. I, I'd agree with that. That could be incorporated into a motion. I guess, uh, yeah, I agree with uh, William on that. That, yeah, doesn't really, unless you're obviously playing with the roof elevations a little bit um, or other kind of treatments along, I don't know, playing with the vertical lines. But I, I do like, I like the sawtooth portion of the elevation. I do wonder about the, you know, Computer renderings are tough because they don't always tell the, the real tale about the materials, but at least from here it looks so, the white seems a little too contrasty maybe. that. But again, um, you know, I, I know you guys are, will work all that out and have already kind of compared those materials, so. Yeah, I'm in agreement with William. So, um, I'm, I think. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a motion to um, to recommend to the community development director to approve the minor change as designed. Do we have a second? I guess question for the applicant: if if, um, if there was a request to go to like a smooth finish. Do you think that that would be uh, appropriate given some of the other materials uh, across the building? Um. Yeah, we could we could make that smooth if that would be the um, committee's desire. Member Grogan, would you be willing to incorporate that? You want me to amend my motion? Okay, I'll amend my motion to the same motion with the recommendation of smooth plaster versus the light sand plaster. And actually that's, it's, and that's the end of the motion, but just a comment, it's now, it, it's, not a, it's not cost prohibitive. So if it's gonna make the project better, I say we definitely do that because it doesn't really even add cost anymore. I think that's my question. It, does, it, does it improve the design? And um, I, I rely on I, I agree with you, and I, 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 like the, I like the amended motion. Okay. Okay. And we still need a second. I'll second. Okay. Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Good luck, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's whose, whose computer do we have? Yours? Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jim. Uh -huh. Okay. Our next item is item number five, project 15382, Polai three units design review, coastal development permit, and exception located at 405 Polai Street. Okay. Uh, again, uh, do we have any ex parte communications that we need to be aware of on this no. project? No. Here. Okay. 
right. So are we going with the applicant first, or are you going to do a brief I'm gonna, summary? I'm going to give a summary, okay. uh, very, very brief summary. Um, so this project is three units at 405 Poli Street, which is just right up the street here, um, a, couple, a couple properties away. It is a vacant parcel um, within the downtown specific plan and the hillside overlay. Here are some Google images of the surrounding area. Um, across the street, we have a commercial building, the Sespe building. Um, up on Brakey Road, this is a north image just showing um, some of the single family residences just above Brakey, um, and then the subject site on Poli Street. Um, you can see the, the vacant lot next to the, um, the adjacent properties in City Hall. The proposed project is, uh, consists of three units. Uh, one will take access off of Brakey, and the other two will have access off of Poli. Um, the structures uh, cascade down the hillside, but meet the intent of the um, downtown specific plan over hillside overlay. Um, the, the, the main unit is larger in size um, that comes off of Brakey and the other two smaller units off of Poli. Um, and with that, the applicant can come up and describe the, pro the project design in a little bit more detail. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, originally, this project was going to be a, a single-family home. Excuse me, could you introduce yourself? Oh, I am, apologize. Doug Mickey, I am the applicant. Uh, also, my wife, Oksana Mickey, is present here. Um, and, you know, this meeting is a culmination of uh, project that we started in 2017 we've met with uh, nine different planners over the course of five years um, and the, fir the first because this is a through hillside lot it's a relatively rare thing here in Ventura most of the hillside lots are not through lots and so we spent um, yeah, exactly two years uh, in the effort of getting a director's interpretation as to where the front of the lot is, where the back of the lot is. We did finally get that um, two-page letter from the director. And one of the important things on there is that um, as part of his interpretation, the build to line on Brakey Road he determined was five feet. So that is why, um, and I have a copy of that, I don't know if you want it, but I've got a little tab there where he talks about the build to line in the back. Um, and so, in, in, when we met with the planners, at first they wanted us to add a, an additional unit, then they wanted us to add two. At first I was resistant. I've now accepted that idea, you know, the density in the downtown specific area uh, was the concern that they had, and, and uh, you know, we've incorporated that. One of the limitations that we've dealt with on the lot is off of Brakey Road, the, the uh, height limitation is 15 feet. And that doesn't leave much room for much of a pitch. You can see there is a slight pitch on the up, up on the, the, the unit on the top, uh, but it's a very, very low pitch. Um, and so when we came down to the other two units below, 
Uh, part of what we wanted to do was to match the roof features. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, a metal uh, roof, sheet metal, uh, not sheet metal, but a, a metal roof. And uh, the roofs all match. And I think there's a color slide in there that shows the, the color of the, uh, the roofs. Yeah. Um, and then when we're looking at the architectural style, um, if there is an architectural style for this neighborhood, I would have to call it eclectic. Um, we've got City Hall, which is Roman, Greek Revival. Across the street from City Hall, we have the um, Spanish condo complex, that canary yellow complex. Um, across, directly across the street from this house is a concrete tilt-up building, the Sespe building. Um, and then you've got the Brakey House, which is the Victorian. On the right of it, you've got a craftsman. To the left, we've got some craftsmen. There's a pseudo-Victorian. And then you've got some condominiums up on the hill, um, which are more modern, you know, a stucco kind of thing. And that, they actually match the houses to the north of the property. The um, single-family residences to the north of the property are all pretty much look like they're 19. 70s, 1980s construction, stucco, not a whole lot of um, a feature to them. So trying to come up with what would be a characteristic of the neighborhood was, is almost an impossible task. Um, uh, we, you know, there is a um, Spanish style, um, uh, kind of, I, I call it a, a wedding cake design. Uh, three properties down, which is similar in, in uh, the, the looks of this one. And um, so that was kind of the ap approach we took to um, the design of the building. Um, one thing I discovered is being the last vac one of the va last vacant lots on the neighborhood is, or on the block, is you end up with the storm drain inlet in front of your property, the fire hydrant in front of it, the underground electrical box in front of it. And so initially we were going to try to match the breaky house, which has a very unique feature in the front, which is a stairwell going up both to the left and the right. And that was our initial design. And then when we went out and had our engineer look at the, what was in front of the lot. Uh, we realized that um, pretty much we were prohibited from that. And so we ended up combining the, the garages underneath the, uh, Unit two. Um, uh, the units are all uh, Pacific Coastal design with the uh, kitchen and living room upstairs and the bedrooms downstairs. And um, I guess, yeah. Um, we tried to stay with colors. I know that the design talks about earth tone colors, and so we did do the stucco in a beige, but we wanted the accent to have more of a uh, you know, a coastal sea feel to it. And so we've got some greens and blues on the, uh, the trim work that would offset and accent the, the color of the, the stucco side. Uh, I think that's about it. I certainly am here for questions. And I have one. Yes, go ahead. Um, you said it's taken you three years uh, well, from, from submittal or three years in your whole process? Uh, the whole process has been about five years. Um, I think what happened, I'm guessing, is in June of 2018, after we'd had many initial meetings, um, 
the issue of what's the front and what's the back of the lot came up and the only way to determine that was through a director's interpretation. And so I was directed by staff to do research on form-based code to determine you know, how the, the parking on a hillside lot was. And I submitted several different submissions on that. Finally, uh, the following year in March, they accepted that as complete. And then it took a year and three months uh, just constantly asking staff, can you please do something? Can we? And finally, after a year and three months, I got the two-page director's interpretation from Peter Gilly. So I'm going to say maybe, and I understand with the fire that we had, uh, the priority going to the houses that were uh, in need of being rebuilt, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, but it was a little bit frustrating as an applicant, but nonetheless, we ultimately got to the end of that and were able to um, get to the point where we're finally here at hearing. Do we have any further questions? Um, did you fill out a public hearing? Okay, so we'll open up. Okay, um, I'll ask a question then. Under character, uh, the guidelines say the proposed building should relate to the architectural characteristics of the surrounding buildings. What building are you relating to? Or buildings? Uh, I'm three doors, three lots down. There's a uh, Mediterranean style building, which is kind of, it's a, also in a cake, uh, wedding cake design. It's also a square building. It has parapet roofs. Um, so I think this matches that uh, pretty much. Across the street is the concrete tilt up. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, it's, a, it's just a I don't know if anyone would want to match that, but, and then I think to some degree it also matches the condominium complex. It doesn't have the Spanish tile roof, uh, but the roofs on that uh, complex are primarily flat roofs and um, also stacked uh, levels. I think there's three different levels in that um, complex. Um, you know, and the one thing I, I didn't want to do, the one thing I, would detract from the breaky house, I believe, would be to put a Victorian on that site. Um, you know, to really, when you start matching a historic structure like that, I mean, it blends in and it loses its distinctiveness, and I think that this design will help it stand out. The uh, guidelines also talk about uh, variations in roofing and window groupings and applied facade. Um, maybe kind of explain how you're accomplishing that variation. Yeah, so we put in different size windows. Um, as you can see, there's a vertical window um, on the, um, the side of the, the lower uh, units that are where the public, where the entrance is. And then we've got a horizontal unit, a U window below there. And then we've added, um, you know, a, a step out window where the, uh, the deck is so that um, we were able to break up the, the characteristics of the windows and have uh, different windows along there. Uh, and when you look at the top house, um, we've kind of done the same thing. We've, we've uh, moderated the sizes. We've, um, um, you know, if you look at the top one, you've got the, uh, a, more of a sliding glass window and then a smaller, uh, more rectangle window to the left and a vertical window. And then we, uh, we tried to break it up with a, a larger window on uh, the right-hand side. Have you done any solar gain studies? Because you're facing predominantly south. 
again, the problem with it is the height restriction that we have, I think, is the top house, the top unit, basically the height all across the roof of it, line of it, takes its um, height from Brakey Road. And so it makes it difficult to to put much of a slope on there. But I, I understand what you're saying is to maybe reverse the slope and, and bring the roofs to uh, to south face so that solar panels could be installed. I, I, th I don't think that's your question. No, I was worried about heat gain facing south. How you're, you're shading your windows. Yeah, I, other than internal shades and using uh, Title 24 coated windows, um, we've got a small overhang, but I don't think it will add a whole lot to the, the you know, the temperature um, gain. But we, we do try to, we did put in enough windows to get cross ventilation pretty much throughout the whole structure. And what material is your roof? Uh, it's going to be um, a steel and it's, I'm forgetting the term with the, the standing seam, it's a standing seam. Standing seam, thank you, sir. It'll be standing seam. You have it in here. And I think or it's in the packet. You had it. I saw it in the packet. Oh, thank you, sir. And I think it's a black. I, did, I, I didn't see it in the, in the it's paper. It's a bronze anodized uh, standing seam steel. And I see the gutters, but you didn't show any downspouts. So I assume there's going to be downspouts somewhere hmm. on the yeah. front and back of the building. Yeah, I think that um, if we get to the point of building plans, we will have a drainage plan. We've, we did submit one as part of the uh, engineer plans, but it'll be more detailed with the flow of the water from the roofs and, and into the drainage system. Yeah, the point is it is an architectural element, so it, it should be shown on your plans. Uh, I have questions about landscaping, but I'm gonna let uh, Member Kiesel, if you, you have any questions on landscaping. Yeah, yeah um, I, I, was look, I see a landscape architect listed here and then I also see a L1 is supposed to be included in the set but I don't see it in my set. My, does anyone else have it? Or? No. Is that maybe just missing? Uh, it is drawn and it is done. Okay. But it, it may be my error. They're in an extreme high fire zone, so they they got to pick off the off the chart. Yeah, understood. Everything very low. Um, can't get trees. Guess there. You can do a few trees. Yeah, the only trees are would be two street trees mm -hmm. with the sidewalk. But, yeah. yeah anything it, within those buildings would be hard to do. May I interject with a question? Sure. Since we're in, unless we are. Well, no, I was just like saying, you know, unless I, I, I would. It's would not, it's nice not in the back end. That's uh, my error. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Um, why did you choose uh, Hardy siding? And are you going with uh, with the um, simula simulated wood side, or is it actually smooth? It would have you, been you have the, a simulated wood yeah, in the Yeah, the Hardy cement board with uh, simulated wood siding. Um, I think that would be the most um lasting uh product plus because of the coastal environment just the deterioration i think the cement board is pretty much anything i would use along the coast in place of wood if there's 
the opportunity, and that's what this will be. Thanks. I had a question for staff uh, regarding the height. Um, can you explain what the, the maximum height is and how it's measured <coughs> in this area? Sure. Um, so the for a through lot, um, let me pull up the language. It's tricky. It's in a hillside. It's in a hillside ordinance as well, right? It's a hillside it, overlay. It's in the hillside overlay of the DTSP. Right. So not municipal code, downtown specific plan. Right. So for through lots, um, no building or other structure on a lot in the hillside area shall exceed 15 feet from above the average elevation of the front lot line of the highest lot frontage and 30 feet above the average natural grade at each corner of the building line, whichever foregoing is the lowest elevation. So the project has two different elements that they would have to comply with. Um, and this generally shows the, the two. Um, you can see the dotted line here showing the 15 feet, and then this is the 30 feet within. So this is just the cross-section between the two um, for the through lot. Okay, and staff feels, staff's reviewed this exhibit and feels comfortable and confident that that is the, the maximum height limit. Yes. I don't think I have any further questions on my end. Okay, then we'll, we'll close the applicant's portion and go back to staff. Is there anything else you would need to present or? No, um, my summary is if you have recommendations, please, please provide them. Otherwise, um, move forward to, this will go to planning commission. Okay, any additional questions of staff before we um, deliberate? We'll go to the public. To the public. Question, why, why does this need to go to Planning Commission? Because it requires an exception. And what, can you let us know what that is? So in the staff report, we talk about the, deter the determination here that um, the applicant has provided to you, which would establish front and rear and the rear technically would be 25 feet, whereas the determination is it's appropriate to have five. It would still require an exception, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If there's nothing more, uh, then we can uh, open the public hearing. Uh, Madam Clerk, is there any members of the public who would like to speak on this item? Yes, we have three public speakers, and the first speaker is Carol Spector, and our second speaker is Ms. Russell. Those pictures you have, I just did on my computer real fast because they didn't come through on the public comments. Just some more neighborhood places, no big deal. 
Um, I definitely think it's a great idea to put a triplex there. Um, it's a yucky hill and it's needed some work for a long time. And um, I really appreciate the applicant in hearing his history of trying to make things fit in and, and what does it. But um, I don't think it's quite right for our neighborhood. I live on Poli. Um, I walk by there all the time, a couple little bit away. Um, things are supposed to relate to the architectural characteristics of surrounding buildings, as uh, Chair Antelman said. We've got the Judge Ewing House, we have City Hall, we have the Bard Hospital, we have the old nurses' residence, doctors' residence, all those houses that I just showed you right there. Um, I think this can fit in better. I, I'm surprised the planner said, um, does not pose any significant differentiation from the context of the surrounding area. I, I think it's quite a bit different from everything that's there. I'm not an architect. You are. Um, that's your expertise. Put the triplex there. Modify it maybe in some way to make it look like it's been there for a long time. You know, add something to there's craftsmen house. All the houses are there. Mine's the newest on the block. It was built in 1953. But the houses were built in the 1920s, the 1930s, the 1890s. And I just think this will stick out like a sore thumb. So what can we do to make it fit in better? But I, I appreciate that it's going in. Thank you. Ms. Russell, and after that, we'll have Amy Shuri. Hello, uh, my name is Ewan Russell, and uh, I'm the owner of uh, 419 Brakey Road and 423 Brakey Road. So as you are coming up Poli, you run into those two houses before you go on up uh, on Brakey. <clears throat> um, I'm excited to see that somebody wants to develop that property. Uh, it's been vacant for quite some time. My only concern is, is the view. Um, when, uh, when they put up the large uh, orange or yellow uh, condominium complex, they made it three <coughs> levels, <clears throat> and uh, it ruined our view going to the left. And I'm, I'm concerned about this uh, building, that it will ruin our view to the right and so consequently, we'll just have this narrow, narrow view of the ocean, obviously impacting um, our property values. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's the height. The height is my primary concern. Don't want it to affect uh, my, the view. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and Amy Sherry. Hello again. I um, wasn't planning on speaking, um, but after that little presentation, am I on? Um, I just wanted to say how refreshing it is to have um, an architect that is actually trying to follow the code and look so thoroughly into it um, and not asking for a bunch of variances. It's, it's really nice. Um, super appreciate it. Um, 
I don't think it's that bad of a design. Um, for, for what you got to work with and the height and everything, um, totally get it. But you have a great opportunity uh, for solar here in that location. Um, two things that would uh, just slant the roof the other way and perhaps a bit of a deeper eave. Maybe put a hardy board under there, either natural wood coloring or anything that would last up to the elements. Um, and give yourself a, you know, a greater outdoor space under that eave, and it would keep the sun from coming in. Try to go a little more mid-century modern instead of Palm Beach. Um, the Cespi building and those condos are terrible examples of what you want to be like. If anything, go for the, the more eclectic mid-century Ventura. The Victorians totally not like that, um, or, or craftsmen because um, it is a spectacular location, um, and it could really be something to be proud of. Thank you. We have no additional speakers. Okay, then uh, if there's no more speakers, I'll close the public hearing, and uh, we'll move into the uh, deliberation phase. Uh, who wants to start? we have any uh, concerns? I'll start, or? I'll start with some comments. I Say, um, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I very much appreciate the applicant, um, all the effort that's gone into the study of this particular site and, you know, the, the different uses of materials and playing with those level changes and, and just basically all the work that's gone into it. Um, I, I would say, though, on this particular, while I am very much um, a, a fan and advocate of more contemporary design. Um, I, I think that for me, this this particular neighborhood that I, I agree with some of the speakers that a more kind of bungalow craftsman style architecture would would fit in a little better. Um, but maybe there, the applicant could then you know look at that again. Or I know there's a lot of work that they've already put into it, so I, you know I. I hesitate to say, hey, completely redesign it, but I, I think I do kind of lament that maybe missed opportunity, and, and I understand it is very hard to kind of reconcile all the different styles. I mean, we see it all the time, and it's, it is not easy to do. Um, with that being said, I think some of the colors are, are a little bright, maybe a little too kind of Palm Beach, uh, the colors. Um, I, I would say that. Also, I, I feel like in that one elevation in Poli, when you look up, you know, it's a through lot, as you're saying, which is appreciated, but then you, you, you see these two homes on, uh, or the units on either side, and your eye is directed to that center access between those two units, but then you see that, th that larger, um, you know, dwelling on the top. But your eye goes there, but there's not really much there for the eye to rest on. It's just kind of, it feels empty to me. Or, or I, I, I guess, obviously, landscaping could help soften that. But again, the challenge is um, you can't really do too much because of the high fire. Um, so I, I, I guess, I, I don't know what the answer is. Maybe my uh, the rest of the community members could chime in and maybe offer better some kind of solution to that. Maybe it has to do with the, the, the bookends, the symmetry on either side.
maybe some more relief so that your eye isn't going there or there's some kind of a rest, maybe like a water feature or some in element of interest in between those uh, at that back wall might, might help with that. Th those would be my comments. Comments? Um, yeah, I disagree. Uh, I think that every project on that street is contemporary. It, it ranges from 1880, which is a Victorian, and then it goes to like 1940, the, the 1925 craftsmen. For us to say that you, you respect something by copying it. I think he, he spoke like an architect, but he, he's talking about um, respect for a style. Like, you don't, I, in my opinion, the worst thing you can do for a style or for any of the other buildings. I love that street. One of the, my favorite parts of that is the architecture on that street. It's amazing. But to come in and put a Victorian or a craftsman, I just think it would be it would dumb it down. It dumps down the other buildings. Um, the height is no problem. He's going 15 feet. That's very little. Um, and then, and when you're at the bottom, if you're standing walking along Poli, you're not even going to see the upper building. Um, that it's a steep lot. I have no problem with the colors. I appreciate the the the. I don't know. I'm not really sure if it's clapboard, but it's the horizontal lines of the Hardy. Go color. Go with it. the The neighbors are are blue, um, pink, all different colors. The even the the whatever the whatever style that one is that's across from City Hall has bright colors. The Victorian has bright colors. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't see this building as being out of character of the other buildings. It just happens to be 2023 versus 1880 or 1927, 1926, 1914. Those, those were, Contemporary buildings, they're all contemporary buildings. And, it, and the way that I see that you respect a style or a, an adjacency is by your massing and the way and, and, and how you break up your building. And you're doing that. And I really applaud you for that. I'm, it's not necessarily what, what I would design for that lot, but I think that you're respecting that, that area and even respecting your adjacent, your adjacent neighbors. Um, please don't copy the Sespe building. That's the one I would probably say don't. But, other, and there's a lot of other ones I would say don't copy. I mean, Padre Place, you know, further down Poli has, well, I'll go, don't copy those either. So I actually appreciate the design. I would, um, the board formed on the bottom, it, it gives it a, a feel that it's gonna stand up in that lot. I really appreciate that someone's actually gonna come in and build on that lot, because it's been, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember anything ever being there, so I appreciate you doing that, and I would, uh, I would make a motion to, to approve, but I'm gonna listen to everybody else first. Remember Tomasello? Um, Although there were different comments, I tend to agree with a, a lot of what was said. <laughs> um, I appreciate the massing, the simplicity in, uh, of the massing. Um, going one story along Brakey, I think, is the right move, and, and kind of trying to um, uh, you know, build up uh, within the site as you kind of fall down the site. Uh, I think it's successful. Um, you're obviously underneath what you, you could uh, build as you get toward Poli. 
Um, I also agree that I don't think that that, that height uh, of the upper building is going to be as, as, it's not as much of a concern to me because I think you're, you're hundreds of feet away from Poli. There's, there's quite a bit of space um, and you've got the buildings in, in front of there. I do think that a landscape plan would be helpful um, to try to show where, where some of those areas are and opportunities to soften. Um, I do think that you know, it, it would be helpful to see that um, and for us to be able to comment on that. Um, so I, I was hoping that that would be in this set. Um, in terms of style, um, I, I'm, I, I am no architect, so I, I tend to defer uh, on some of these things. I, I think my concern would be, while I agree that not copying is, is ideal, I, I would get concerned that some of the contemporary style is really just kind of simple and plain and um, you know, making sure that the details are, are done thoughtfully and, and well is, is something that I don't think we're seeing here in this, in this plan set. May I comment on the, on the style and the simplicity? The, the craftsmen, there's a couple craftsmen that they vary very much in, in uh, detail and, and quality. These, these are by no means our best craftsmen, um, but what makes them really cool is they're old. Um, we have better craftsmen uh, down the street on Laurel, uh, but, we ha but there's one that actually is all, barely craftsmen. I mean, it, it, it is probably a very low, uh, cost house. There's a, the, even the Victorians are not the, a, a crazy, um, expensive high end house. It, the, it, I think the, I think it fits in well as far as like the, it's, it's, it's kind of middle class. I mean, I, I, that's the way I see it is it's, and it fits within all of the buildings. Not that this is cheap by any means to build because it's not, it's going to be incredibly expensive per, per square foot to build. But it, it, I don't think it varies that much from, from what in the time, in the craftsman time, what, how it was built. It's kind of, for me, it's in the same line. If I might add to my comments on that, there, I think the reason why I was feeling style-wise that like this particular house I think Tony was saying up on the up on the next street up that's you know fine up there and I think if it was a, another street or two up it, I wouldn't feel that way you know it kind of reminds me of again those nor northern California kind of coastal beach towns where you do see that kind of more classic bungalow kind of beachy um, a little bit of arts and crafts elements brought into it um, and, and then this particular street kind of captures that, that section, I think kind of captures that feeling more than other parts uh, of, of downtown or, or, or Ventura. And, and so I think that's why I'm reacting to that. But again, I, I appreciate, again, what the applicant and the architects have done to play with the massing and everything to that effect. I also appreciate too. This is a very difficult lot to work on. It's it's a real challenge. But uh, I just want to read something from uh, the design guidelines, historic resource design guidelines, and I, I think it's applicable to what you're trying to do here. And it says that the challenge will be to integrate the past while successfully building the future, 
hopefully creating an architectural record that will satisfy the present generation, cherish the history while concurrently crafting a contemporary statement of the time. And I'm not sure you quite meet that, or as much as I would like to see you meet that. Um, I, I think it's somewhat too radical uh, for that location, uh, a little bit too shoeboxy for the location. Uh, but I, I, I think with some improvements, uh, this could go forward. Uh, I, I see this as a perfect candidate for a very, very contemporary, uh, what's called a, a Blancos uh, Pueblos type of style. Uh, which kind of meshes contemporary and, and some Spanish and, and some stucco. Uh, I, I just see that as just blending in perfectly in that location. Uh, this is just a little too radical uh, for the location for me, but I, I think it's, it's got potential and it can be improved. Anybody want to comment on my? Uh... Yeah, what do you mean by radical? Uh, it's just so different than what's there. I, I can't relate that to any of the other. Do you sectors. think that has anything to do with being? Uh, I think it's. I think it's next door neighbor is 1925. Do you think it has anything to do with being 100 years, or maybe 1914, which is on the other side? Uh, does it have anything to do with the time? Because for me, the mass scene is actually really respectful. Um, it. And I think that's the only way that you can handle that. I mean, if I would be slightly offended if someone came in and put it, wanted to put it, match the Victorian next to it. It takes away from the Victorian. The Victorian's, I, it's a beautiful building. But I think, it, I think it's appropriate for, for what it's doing and where it's at. And, and even, so that, so that massing right there, um, on Brakey, like uh, Vice Chair Tomaso said, it, it's really short. Actually, it's not very tall. It's really a one-story massing. And you get to the bottom, and it's a three-story massing, but that's even short compared to its neighbors. So it's taking somewhere in the middle of its neighbors. So there's there's multi-stories. There's one that's three or four stories in massing. And I think that's the Victorian that has the has the plinth of the 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 base walks up around it, and then there's a three or four story massing uh, building above it. So I don't think I think that it's respectful to its neighbors. And I and I think that the, even the even the colors I I don't know I mean the the, the I bet you that Victorian was even brighter you know 50 years ago. You know I don't have concerns with the massing at all. Uh, it it just and I agree it, we shouldn't ask them to copy the Victorian or uh, any other type of style that's there. I I think this kind of calls for a little bit more of blending. Uh, with what's in the neighborhood, uh, pick up some of the characteristics that are, that are available uh, with the existing architecture. Uh, but this is just a little bit too far outside the box for me. Any more comments, concerns? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, again, as a big fan of modern contemporary architecture, <laughs> which I do most of, um, I, I think maybe just, a, a, again, a little toned down. And again, it would help to have the landscape plan and maybe showing an elevation to what, what that 
starts to look like would be helpful. And again, sometimes the computer renderings can make things look a little more kind of stark and, and not as warm and friendly. That, that happens a lot of times with 3D renderings uh, for materials. Um, yeah, so that's... So, I mean, we have a number of options here. We can, we can approve this, uh, we can disapprove it, uh, or we could uh, seek a continuance and uh, ask the applicant to make some modifications, uh, noting some of our concerns. I, I would vote for a continuance to come back and then maybe some more studies of what our concerns are. And then, of course, with the landscape plan would, would be helpful. Um, and this would be like a another full review, or this is where we're doing it, just a table thing, or would it? I think we'd be doing another full review if we had a continuance, correct? They'd be coming back with modifications? As of right now, I don't hear any consistency among what you would like to see changed. Um, so if we're going to continue, I would need specific details as to what you want to see because telling the architect to go study is not a good recommendation to have them come back and have a complete review again. So right now, in hearing the notes, I don't hear any um, sage recommendations for the applicant to take forward. So I'm okay with it, but we would need to provide good information for the applicant to move forward with. Okay, then we can. I'm going to make a motion to uh, approve the project as designed and for the planning commission to approve the, the one variance or exception, whatever, on the, on the backside, which. I'll try. Do we have a second? I guess just a question. Um, we typically do have landscape plans as part of these packages, and that a landscape plan is a requirement. We do have one, I'm, and I apologize. It was a separate sheet that was just not included in the um, architectural plan set. I do have it. Isn't um, it in the packet? I, it could be. I'm not quite sure, but it was just a separate sheet. So I do have a landscape plan for um, for you if you'd like to see that. Um, and this is a single family lot, right? That, that they're being a good uh, a neighbor to the city by making it turn it into three, is that correct? The downtown specific plan allows for more density than just a single family. This is a lower density area in the T4.1 rather than the T4.1. T6.1, which is higher density, um, but yes, this is. But, okay, so, but they came in with the single family residents and they were recommended, my understanding is that they were recommended to make it denser and add units. Oh. And so they're actually being I a good neighbor to the city of Ventura. I can't speak on to that since I wasn't the beginning oh, yeah, planner. You're probably, you're probably the fourth, ninth, ninth uh, planning. Yeah. So I understand yes. how hard that is. Yes. Does anybody want to amend Member Grogan's um, motion or further discussion? Or? There's not even a second. <laughs> Don't he? <laughs> Up to you guys. I'm not seconding it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
kind of feel that I would like to see it again, you know, um, to come back with, again, it, we're not asking for a full wholesale redesign. Um, another, yeah, so with the colors slightly toned down, I would say, I get, I like the idea of the coastal, coastal, if I was gonna have that motion to, to come back, maybe, I like the idea of coastal, but maybe just a little toned down, just a little less of that kind of Palm Beach, you know, bright colors. Um, I, again, I work with a lot of architects that do contemporary. I, I see a lot of it, I appreciate it. I take notes on it and um, I, I think there's just some more opportunities there. Again, the landscape, not having that, um, seeing that more articulated in, in, in it, brought into the, the project and the section elevations would be helpful because I, I think we're, we're feeling that we don't have that, so it's hard to uh, kind of judge it properly. Um, and again, I, I don't think any of us are necessarily asking for, a, although again, I may lament it doesn't have a little bit more of that beachy bungalow look here. Um, I think, as you can see, we all have different, different, different opinions, as everyone does. This is the, the direction you guys chose to go, so. Um, but I think maybe, again, just coming back, toning it down, I don't think it will take us long to, to go through it next time. That would be, I know that's a long-winded motion, so to come back, I'd make a motion to, to come back with the landscape and tone down the colors a little bit and maybe introducing a few other m materials that might relate to the adjacent neighborhood uh, a little bit better. And as far as the, what those materials are, I might kick that back to you guys again. Well, we, we do have a motion on the floor, so we, uh, before we can consider your motion, we need to decide whether there's a second for Member Grogan's motion. If not, the motion will fail. Mm -hmm. And then we can proceed to another yeah. motion. So I'm not seeing a second, so the motion does fail. Okay, Member Kiesel, if you have a motion, then you can proceed. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I did skip over the motion. So that, that would be the, my motion, which I just articulated. Sorry, I didn't get the order right. Um, that it, it does come back. Again, whether it's, uh, I'm debating on whether it comes back as a full-on, you know, review or, again, just a table thing here. What, these are some of the things we looked at. Here's a landscape plan. Is, is this okay? Kind of like we, what we had just recently with Calorama Project. Um, uh, suggestion. Mm -hmm. I have a landscape plan. Mm -hmm. I can print out landscaping plans for you right now to look at if that mm -hmm. will help you make a decision. Mm -hmm. If it's not, I can still, you can make a motion, specific motion as to what you want to see coming forward with the landscaping plan. But I can do that right now if that's going to help make your determination. I think it probably would. That that should be part of this package. It should be part of what we review and comment on. If we have it, why don't we take a, a few minute recess, come back, take a look at that. And Thank you. I can do that. Give this, yeah. Isn't if a solar gain study part of the requirement for submission? Shouldn't that have been included? No comment. I don't, I don't, I would have to go back and see what the requirements are specifically okay um, let me it meets title 24. yeah i'm not familiar with a solar gain study for a, an entitlement package 
Okay, well, let me just pull the members. Uh, would we be in agreement to a recess so we could look at landscape drawings? I don't Anybody need them, concern? but I'm fine with it. Yes. I think I've seen them. Okay. Then uh, we're going to have a recess for okay. 10 minutes. Okay. Thank Not you. enough time? Yep. Okay. I don't, I don't think they were in the, in no. the link to the project. I, I, it's a single family. It's a single family residence. Resi resi right. I don't really care. As long as it doesn't burn. <laughs> on this site working with Kurt Stiles back in 1984 and it, it never went anywhere uh, I guess because of the economy right. but it, it was just such a challenge yeah. uh, to work on so uh, I admire that uh, he was able to come up with something you know at least a reasonable yeah. approach on this no, I, I think it's I everything I mean, just a few tweaks to it could, could make the difference But I can't agree with you that it's like a very. What do you have to do with the little boy? But we were just up in, um, we went up to Tahoe and skiing this past weekend. So it was nice to get away the long drive. But that was fun. What, what was Only a second time to the snow. Yeah, my son is about the same age as you. They, they go up to Mammoth all the time. Yeah. And it's June now. And the little ones, I mean, they're, they're skiing like, you know, four or five hours. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, five and eight. And, uh, and a 12, yeah. and they're really good. Yeah. And uh, I think the trailer is going to go snowboard. My son snowboards. He doesn't. He needs surfs, yeah. so he doesn't like skis anymore. Yeah. My wife still does, still skis. Well, she did both, and she's kind of gone back to skiing. Um, years. I've always just snowboarded and tried to keep up with her and her family. But um, yeah, it's it's super fun. We've got. Four nieces, nieces and, ne and a nephew, and uh, they're all kind of right now strange too. Like, they're cruising down the mountain, so it's a lot of fun. Be good family trips. A little lower than crab. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easier it doesn't hurt them. when they get up, apparently. That's kind of kind of similar. So, yeah. So to me, this this one kind of fits a little better with that particular stuff. That's kind of. Um, we, we have to be careful what we say or do during the recess. What's that? We have to. The meeting's not in order, so we. 
we have to be careful what we say or what we do. Jack, how long have you been in Ventura? Uh, since 2000. No, five. 2005 is when we. Did you know Kurt? Did you ever meet him? No, I think I ran into him a few times there. I know he's a bigger than life personality. I, I hear yeah. the stories, it makes me laugh. Um, yeah, yeah, really. He was, I think his best one was, this was like in the uh, late 70s uh, on the new post office. And the post office, people were interviewing four architectural firms in town to do the post office. And part of the requirement is that you had a landscape architect on staff. So each one of these firms called Kurt and said, we want you in our office when the post office guys come in to visit. So first, first meeting, he's there, and they see him. Then they go to the next office, he's there. <laughs> they go to the third office, he's there at a cubicle, and they're kind of scratching his head, you know. This guy have like th three brothers or four brothers? Uh, oh, God. But, you know, he didn't have the heart to tell the other firms, you know, that they're being, inter you know, interviewed as well. So he just went and sat in all four offices. <laughs> Yeah, he was like an institution. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. William knew him well, too. Yeah. Kurt, who's that? Kurt. Kurt, Kurt Sauss? Yeah. yeah. Kurt Sauss is why I joined these things. Actually, I was presenting a project on Brakey. Mm -hmm. when, when, and I hadn't, I was just moving here. It was two, year 2000 or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, he talked me into staying and doing stuff here. You know, I proposed. And going on planning commission, actually. Yeah. That's why I went on planning commission yeah. was Kurt. I pro proposed to a number of council members. When they do a park, I, I ask them, why don't you name a park after Kurt, after all he did for the city, all the <laughs> volunteer. I, I just think it'd be very appropriate to, to name a park after him. Or somewhere that he did. Um, even the, the, like the bus station or something, I don't know. He did that. He did the, he did the fountain, which he, he would hate if that was named after him. Since which he fountain? hated the fountain thing. That, By the mission? That, represents a lavender that goes through and it's on Figueroa. In fact, he, he proposed, he wanted Figueroa open back up. He hated his own design. That, that, but that sounds like that would be like Kurt, right? He would hate the old Kurt or, yeah. Like, can I talk with you a little bit? Uh, I don't think no, so. No, yeah, we'd have to oh. reopen the public. Oh. Here yeah, unless you wanted to talk about dinner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Technically, we're adjourned. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah we're adjourned. not supposed to talk. Okay. But uh, he, he had a sad ending. It was too bad for him. He, he died of cancer. I loved Kurt. I sat next to him in planning commission. It was fun. He made it fun. Yeah. That was fun. I didn't know anything compared to everybody else. I was a young man. Oh, you were the old, right? Yeah. It was 20 years ago, too. What, like, I guess he reminded you all the time, right? That's why I heard he was really good about that. Thank you. No, he was actually, we, we ended up doing some competitions together. Thank you. Mm. I think I gave two, what more? Oh, yeah, you're right. I have not seen this. Yeah. Yeah, this is not in the packet, was it? I know. Now it is.
Okay. But this was. Yes. This I was just for <clears throat> since color is in question, I want yeah. specific. This is Which much more helpful. Yes. It's in the packet, though. <laughs> that it's one, not. It, I didn't see it. This, is, this one is. This one is. This is for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, Madam Clerk, we're going to reconvene the meeting. So the meeting is now in order, and we're going to continue discussion. Uh, Jack, do you see anything on this landscape plan that you might want to point out to us? That is I would say um, uh, regarding plant choices, definitely no vincas. Um, those are very invasive. And um, so th those are on one of the high, uh, on, the, on the watch list of plants not to use. So definitely take that out. Um, I'd say generally, um, I think a more native-centric palette with other Mediterranean elements would be a little more appropriate. I'm trying to rush now. We've, we've kind of been here for a while. Um, it's only 7.30. Yeah, it's only 7.30, right. Some of the massings are OK. Um, I guess you do have that one tree in the middle there. I, I, what is that? That's the. Uh, Sorry, it's small. Circus. Sorry, I can't see it. Sorry. Oh, that's Circus Austin yeah. Do you want me to read it? It does look a little close. Is it, isn't it supposed to be, you're supposed to be 15 feet away, right? From the fire? Has this gone through fire review? Mm -hmm. It has? Okay, and it's been approved from from fire standpoint, yeah? can't speak on that right now. Yeah, because some of the plants seem a little high um, next to the buildings as far as my understanding of what, you're, what you can do. Just a comment. Fire will provide conditions of approval, and so this typically does change through plan check. But again, mm -hmm. if you provide the comments now, they can make the changes. I'm sorry? Oh, sorry. Gotcha. Um, thank you. To let me know. Um, I, I think overall, I would stay away from the shiny, glossy plant materials. Just I'm, I'm just going with general comments right now. I'm not going to get into every little plant at this point in time. Um, and stay with the natives. And again, some of the stuff I think you're going to have to re, kind of, the the fire folks are going to ask you to kind of um, bring down, go for lower ground cover materials to, to keep within the fire standards. Um, that might also then in, impact all the, a lot of the screen shrubs along the sides. Um, but as far as the general massings of things, I, I, I think the plantings d do definitely help settle the architecture into the slope. Um, and I do see you got some kind of a little landscape area below. Um, I wish there was a landscape, the landscape architect was here to kind of run us through it. Um, I think I'm just gonna have to keep it to the, the general comments on, on that regard. I think a lot of this stuff is gonna change once the fire reviews it. Do you think a water feature is still something that would, uh, should be considered? I just, in that one wall, whether it's a water feature or some other way to break it up a little bit, um, they are showing a, a tree there. I, again, I don't know if that's going to make it through the fire review because um, it is so close to the buildings. And that's the challenge with these um, terraced 
uh, structures in, in these extreme high fire hazard zones. It, it really takes away your opportunities to kind of help settle the architecture in. Um, but I think some, some kind of relief there on the wall would, would be, maybe a water feature of some kind would, would be recommended there. Um, but again, water features come and go. Can we, is there any way to go like a little bit more general and more native, uh, talk about uh, native and, and they have to be, this has to go through the fire approval and there's, I mean, it's a pretty limited list that they're going to get to choose from. Yeah, no, I, I do see there are, uh, there are a number of, of natives used along here. And I think some of the glossier stuff was in the shadier sections of the, of the plan. Um, I, I would just say definitely don't use the Vinca. That absolutely don't include that, and uh, stay away from the glossy the purple leaf winter creeper. I, I might avoid that. You still have that up? Can I still see it? I can't read this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. These actually aren't reading glasses. But no, I am seeing a lot of good natives and stuff too, which, which that, that would be my two big comments about the landscape. Don't do the Vinca and rethink the Winter Creeper. So are you willing to restate your original motion where I think you talked about toning down the colors and uh, possibly becoming more compatible uh, with the existing architecture? Um, I think we need to give the applicant some direction if we're going to do a continuance. Yeah, well, well, seeing these colors here, it's, it's, again, sometimes the computer model makes things, I think this is kind of helpful. Uh, the colors here don't look as, as severe, you know, as, as the model, and I see this a lot, and I have to kind of check myself for that. Um, I guess I, I, maybe I'm getting beaten down here, but I, I guess I'd make the motion, too, that we're okay with, with the, the as is, but at least with the plants, getting rid of those two plants for now, and that, again, it's going to have to be revised once the fire, and once it goes through that. I think there's a lot of stuff there that's going to have to be redone, so it's kind of hard to look at it now and go through all of it um, unless it's been gone through that process. So, so you, can't, you, you wouldn't be willing to approve the landscape plan as it is right now? Yeah, it's going to get changed anyway, so... Can I, can I make a suggestion that part of your motion that the landscape plan meets the fire, um, fire approved plant species list from, you know, the, I don't know what it is. I think it's the county that has right. it. You can make a motion that that's what it will be compliant with in the end. So the plants may change, yes, but, um, if your intent is that it meets the fire code, that can be included in your motion. Yeah, okay, that would be the motion. More that it has to, the motion would be that the landscape 
plan follows the fire, current fire codes. Those are going to be changing here <laughs> very soon. So um, that, that has to be addressed too, but more native, less glossy, try to keep everything low water use. And um, I think that, that would be it on the landscape at this, without again, having time to look through it more carefully. So can someone tell me what the motion is? I don't, and this is partly because what, what I got from um, uh, was that the motion is to recommend the design review as is with modifications to the landscape plan that it is um, fire approved, more native plant species along with low water usage plants? Yeah, all, all low water. The, all the plants should be through M Milo. We'll call it should be all low water use. Okay. And second. there's no coming back. They don't have to come back with that motion? Correct. Okay, we have a, we have a motion. We need a second. I'll, I'll second that. Okay. Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Okay, Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. And Chair Antelman? No. Motion carries. Okay. okay well. Moving next to uh, staff communication. Is there anything uh, that staff needs to communicate? Yes, uh, we will be having um, the next meeting, which is March 15th. Okay, and we have another meeting that's going to be scheduled in March as well. Is that firm yet? I believe we potentially will have a special meeting at the end of March as well. Okay. Um, any of the members have any questions, staff? Okay. If not, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.